Top Gun massage chairs gone wild. Ooh. Like the whole time it was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. This sounds great. You get an action-packed movie and a massage. I'm in. Oh, you're in trouble now. What? Why? 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 <laughs> It was the summer camp comedy Meatballs that first posed the question, are you ready for the summer? Are you ready for the good times? Well, today on IMDb is Obsessed, we're going to get you ready for the summer of good times at the movie theater. Joining me on this cinematic adventure is IMDb contributor and TV writer Gina Ippolito. Hey, Gina. Hey, Alex. I hope you have recovered from either your too debaucherous or too relaxing Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's hear about it because you set up quite a Memorial Day weekend. Uh, tell me, how was your Memorial Day? But do it in your best movie trailer voice. Okay. It was a pub crawl to end all pub crawls. I made it through 10 bars. I drank 10 beers. Not really. I gave the last five away for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as far as my weekend, in a world where my wife wanted to see Top Gun Maverick in those movie seats that move around along with the screen, we did just that. And it was awesome. Was it? Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, you got to see it. The The rumble seats and everything oh. are so incredible. I called it Top Gun Massage Chairs Gone Wild. Ooh. Like the whole time it was just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we, we had the most, the best time ever. Oh, yeah. This sounds great. You get an action-packed movie and a massage. I'm in. Now, if you're excited to get back to the theaters, we've got a magnificent seven of movies that we can't wait to see in June, July, and August. And they're all premiering in theaters. We'll reveal our personal picks in order of release, tell you why we're stoked for these, and then we'll read some of your most anticipated movies from our IMDb Facebook page. And hey, if you like what you hear on IMDb is Obsessed, drop us a rating or review in your favorite podcast app. That always really helps us out. All right, Gina, let's get this party started by holding on to our butts. Okay, so June 9th, we've got Jurassic World Dominion. Jurassic World director Colin Trevorrow returns with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, plus a trio of Jurassic Park alums. We've got Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum in an adventure to save a little baby raptor. So I'm psyched to have those three originals in there with Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. How are you feeling about this one? So the second Jurassic World movie made a big promise with Jeff Goldblum being a part of the movie, showing him in the trailers. It turned out to be not much more than a cameo. This one definitely looks, and it may not be too expansive of roles, but they're definitely on the adventure. They're going to be there to fight, you know, fight uh, for dinosaurs, apparently, on this one, since they're trying to save a baby raptor. But they are along for the ride. Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum. This is classic Jurassic Park. Yeah, I know they're CGI, but I hate it when the dinosaurs die. So I really <laughs> hope they succeed in saving not only that baby raptor, but I want this movie to end with just everyone being like, dinosaurs walk among us now. We're cool with it. Let's leave them alone. 
alone. So they find a truce at the end of this one. That'd be a great way to close it all off. It's like now it's like Flintstones. <laughs> so basically this is a Flintstones prequel. Oh, and yeah. now the dinosaurs will start like, you know, being our trash compactors and like, uh, you know, uh, uh, lawn clippers. You know, it's a living. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one comes out June 9th and we're very excited to see it. Tell us about this next one that comes out June 17th, Gina. Yeah. So this next one, there was, I was a little bit confused about what it was, but now I'm very excited. It's light year. So Chris Evans wants you to know that this movie is not about a toy, but the human the toy was based on, which there was a little bit of confusion on Twitter at first about, is this about the Buzz Lightyear toy? Is it is he based on a real person? But now we have confirmation that it's about the human the toy Buzz Lightyear was based on. The origin story for Buzz is going to be Pixar's Star Wars as Lightyear takes on a James Brolin-voiced Emperor Zurg with help from Kiki Palmer, Taika Waititi, and Pixar mainstay Peter Sohn as a robot cat named Socks. And you know I love cats, I love robots, I love robot cats. How are you feeling? So they're promising, like we said, that it's it's going to be a Star Wars style adventure. That this movie was Andy, the owner of the Buzz Lightyear and Woody toys. This was his Star Wars that he went and saw and was so excited about that he went and bought that Buzz Lightyear toy that he cherished. So... I mean, that's that's obviously uh, big shoes to fill that they're trying to do a Pixar Star Wars, but also really exciting. I think it could be something really fun. Yeah, there's been a lot of Toy Story movies and I was worried about Toy Story fatigue, but then seeing that they went in a totally different direction and I've heard early buzz on this that it's going to be really oh, great so early buzz for buzz oh no <laughs> i've heard early light year about this <laughs> yeah that one that one should be fun and pixar has such a great track record i'm i'm glad that they're they're moving in this new direction and making something like this that could be really cool yeah so we've got dinosaurs we've got toys and what do we have next oh the king is what we've got next june 24th elvis it's baz Luhrmann's latest jewel-encrusted eyeball buffet. It drew 12 minutes of standing ovations at Cannes, which when you look at their track record for Cannes, maybe isn't the longest that people have stood up and clapped for a movie, but still very, very excited for this just wild, wild visual movie and for Austin Butler, uh, who is playing Elvis. Um, they said that he was fantastic in the movie. Less excited for the Tom Hanks, Colonel Parker, uh, Colonel Tom Parker role that he's playing where he is in full makeup, heavy prosthetics, and it has this accent that some people are saying is just almost unintelligible. But basically, no one came out of that screening saying anything but, wow, I don't even know where to begin with this movie. So I'm so excited for it. I'm actually going down to Graceland, making my first pilgrimage to Elvis's home to cover this junket in a couple weeks. So we'll have a lot more to talk about Elvis in a couple weeks when I'm back from that. Are you just going to have the song Walking in Memphis on repeat in, in your headphones as you as you go over there? <laughs> I, I was thinking about listening to Elvis most of the trip, but yeah, no, no I'll listen no. to Walking in Memphis instead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited about this one. I, I, I've watched the trailer like three times and I, I love Tom Hanks' performance. I get why people are, are divided about it, but I, I'm on board. I say, Tom Hanks, I think I think that kid's going to go far. Yeah, well, hey, it's, it's the first time he's ever really played an out-and-out -out villain and that's what made him excited for this role. So if nothing else, even if it is a totally weird character, just to see him play a bad guy for once is 
a sight to behold, and especially to see it in all that makeup where he looks like uh, Austin Powers gold member, uh, <laughs> you know, villain. I don't know. I, I can't wait. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm yeah. 100% in. And that same weekend, there's another big movie that I'm excited for, definitely. June 24th, it's called The Black Phone. And this is from director Scott Derrickson, who actually parted ways. He was supposed to direct Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, left over creative differences, which is why Sam Raimi came in. But as soon as he left that, he went right back to his horror roots, and he made this Ethan Hawke nightmare about a mass murderer that is just supposed to be incredible. I really like Derrickson's Sinister and The Exorcism of Emily Rose. I think he's a really good horror director. And when this movie first played at Beyond Fest in L.A. back in October 2021, reviews were so excited about it. And it was supposed to go wide a few months later in February 2022. But they decided Universal decided that this movie was testing so well, we're going to move it to the summer. This is going to be a big summer release. And a lot of that, one of the biggest supporters is the producer, Jason Blum of Blumhouse, who was saying, this is the scariest movie I have ever made, which what an endorsement. Blumhouse has so many <laughs> horror movies under their belts at this point. And to call this one out is the scariest. I can't wait. You know what? I'm still in awe of Ethan Hawke's performance in Moon Knight, which I, of yeah. course, obsessively consumed and then watched all the Easter egg videos for. And he was just so good and so, you know, weird. He went from he went from like 90s heartthrob to he found this perfect niche of like, Oh, he's just a, he's just really good at being a creepy dude. And so this trailer sort of continued that I was like legitimately scared of Ethan Hawke. I think that this might be on par with, you know, performances like The Joker. He's just such a weirdo and so disturbing and I'm this is another one I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, and he has that mask that has like different interchangeable parts to make him even more terrifying where he like can like change the mouths out and everything. I don't I I I'm already scared of it. I've 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 barely watched the trailer just because I don't want to like get too uh in my head about what this could be, you know, like <laughs> yeah. too terrified of it. Yeah, it gave me some Donnie Darko vibes with that mask. He's wearing this terrifying mask that sort of reminded me of that horrifying bunny mask in Donnie Darko in the best way cuz that movie still scares the crap out of me anytime that bunny shows up. And speaking of Marvel Fair, on July 8th, there's Thor Love and Thunder. And ooh, am I excited about this one. Taika Waititi is back after Thor Ragnarok. He's helming this fourth Thor. And he personally convinced Natalie Portman to return to the MCU as Jane Foster in an adaptation of Jason Aaron's incredible Thor comic series where Jane wields Thor's mighty hammer. And she is jacked in this. <laughs> uh, and, you know, if the ex-girlfriend blues weren't enough, Chris Hemsworth's God of Thunder will also have to contend with Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher trying to murder every living god. Early buzz on Twitter was amazed at how cool this looks. Christian Bale looks so amazing. They do this desaturated thing where he's he's in black and white. And anytime anything's coming into contact with him, they're sort of getting desaturated as well. It's a very cool, cool effect that I cannot wait to see on the big screen. I really am excited for this one. The The source material, like we called out the Jason Aaron run of Thor, is so good and added so many interesting layers and depth to the character. Taika Waititi's Thor Ragnarok was so much fun and, you know, such a shot in the arm that Marvel needed at the time because, you know, so many movies up to that point had a very specific style. He came in and was kind of like, let's throw it all up in the air and try something really new. That's 
kind of the tone of those Jason Aaron comic books. It really changed the context of Thor and what he could be and adding Jane as, you know, the the wielder of Molnir. I think that's a perfect marriage of, of, you know, source material and director to make something new and cool and like we haven't really seen specifically from Thor or the MCU quite yet. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Yeah, I'm going to go see this one and then I'm going to spend the next couple weeks watching all of the Easter egg videos that I can get my hands on. And then on July 22nd, I am going to be saying yup to nope. So nope is the new horror thriller movie from writer, director, all-around genius Jordan Peele. It's his third horror movie after Get Out and Us, which I loved both of those. So I'm very excited about this. And, you know, they've been very good about sort of keeping it under wraps what exactly this is about. Uh, I've heard that NOPE stands for not of planet Earth. So oh. uh, that that's that's what I've heard. Uh, uh, but again, like they haven't confirmed anything. And, and some of this might be might be rumors. So the rumor is that it's aliens and it stands for not of planet Earth. But what we do know for sure is that it focuses on Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer as siblings who run the family horse ranch that has ancestral ties back to the invention of film. Uh, the trailer for this is very cool. It uh, it doesn't give too much away. So if you're spoiler phobic, you can safely watch this trailer and still go in pretty blind, to be honest. Yeah, this is one that I have no problem with watching and rewatching and still coming out of and being like, uh, I don't know, but... I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many indelible images that look very scary, but they amount to nothing from from what, you know, a story standpoint, which is great. That's great trailer making. Don't give us too much. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to go in not knowing too much. Uh, it's also got Steven Yun from Minari and The Walking Dead. He He's been killing it. He did a voice on Invincible, which I love. Of course. Uh, so I'm excited that he's in more stuff and especially in something that I think will be this high profile. And I got to shout out Keith David, who plays Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer's dad in this. He's an actor you definitely know. He has 348 IMDb credits uh, right now, and I'm sure that list will be over 400 before too long. And he's in two of my all-time favorite horror movies, and I know they're also some of Jordan Peele's favorite horror movies because he cites John Carpenter as an influence in these films, specifically as influential on his past films, The Thing and They Live. And so I'm just... I. Hell yeah to Keith David back in horror. Yeah, two of my favorites as well. I love I love any time that old school horror guys are put into these new things. I've been enjoying Robert England in Stranger Things. I, I'm anytime you want to put, you know, an 80s horror mainstay into a new horror property, I am on board. Yeah, Kurt Russell, get in there. Speaking <laughs> of other thing alum, I actually just saw They Live on the big screen a couple oh. weeks ago at the Arrow in Santa Monica. Life-changing, life-changing event. Yeah, just beautiful, beautiful film that somehow gets more relevant every year. Uh uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. That really blew my mind. The vision of 80s LA... (laughs) 
perfectly <laughs> looks like 2022 LA in the scariest ways possible. I love it. Let's get to our final of this Magnificent Seven. It's August 31st. We're going to close out summer with 3,000 years of longing. You can say goodbye to the summer heat with this mind-bending tale about a horny genie from the Mad Max Fury Road director, George Miller. You know, Miller hasn't made a movie in seven years, and he's been trying to get a, a prequel to Mad Max about Furiosa. He's been trying to get that one going for pretty much the entire time, or a Mad Max sequel. He's got all these other expansive stories to tell in the Mad Max world. Those have stalled. They're obviously very, very involved. So he went and he, he made this uh, genie movie with Idris Elba and Tilda Swinton, which seemed like, you know, a more conventional, safer movie, a romance. Maybe he was doing something not as ambitious and difficult as a Mad Max movie. Then the trailer comes out and it announces from mad genius George Miller and starts flashing images of, you know, traveling through time, everything exploding, a giant Idris Elba, like trying to fit into a tiny room as this monster genie man magic. Everything is, you know, VFX exploding all the time. Miller did not hold anything back. This is nothing not conventional whatsoever. This looks as visually stunning as Fury Road and. I can't wait. Yeah, this was the one on this list that I was the least familiar with because it has the furthest out premiere date. But when I watched the trailer, it was sensory overload in the best way possible <laughs> in that I was like, I got to I got to watch this again, uh, yeah. you know, because there's just so much going on in every frame of that that I was I was curious sort of what was even going on in a bunch of these scenes. So another one that I'm excited to see exactly what's going on, uh, yeah. you know, because because the, honestly, there was there was a lot of stuff in there that I could not make heads or tails of. So I'm excited to see it on the big screen and see exactly what's up. I mean, what seemingly came out of nowhere with Fury Road, I think people had that reaction to seeing it the first time. of just like, what did I just watch? I need to see it again. He hasn't lost a single step. 3,000 Years of Longing is going to be on that same level of just absolute crazy, wild visual inventiveness. And yeah, you know, same. let's see what you got, George. <laughs> <laughs> if you're excited about those movies and you're looking for even more from this summer, check out IMDb's 2022 Summer Movie Guide. It's a list of over 50 movies that are coming out this summer. We'll link to that in the show notes as well. It's also on the IMDb homepage right now. Now let's check out what all of you had to say on social. We posed this question of what of those uh, 50 plus great movies that are coming out this summer, what are you most excited for? And uh, we put that on Facebook. Here's some of your responses. Brian K. Macklow said the Jamie Foxx playing a vampire hunter sounds like fun. What he's talking about is Day Shift. This is actually a Netflix uh, film that's coming out. It's John Wick's stunt coordinator. is going to make his directorial debut in a movie about Jamie Foxx pretending to be a pool cleaner, but he's actually killing vampires. We didn't include this on our list because the films that we're focusing on are all theatrical. We're going, you know, we're excited about going back to the movies, but Netflix has some good summer movies this summer too, to get excited for day shifts on that list. The gray man as well with another Chris Evans movie. Um, and yeah, I'm sure for those weekends where I do want to stay at home, these will be uh, great choices. Uh, this next comment, Nick Stilianos, he said he's most excited to see Top Gun Maverick, Jurassic World Dominion. Yep. Us too. 
and Bullet Train. Bullet Train is one that we almost put on this list. It's from Deadpool 2 and Atomic Blonde director David Leach. He's up in the ante with a star-studded all-out assassin's brawl on a speeding train. It's got Brad Pitt, Sandra Bullock, Zazie Beetz, Michael Shannon, Bad Bunny, and more, and they're all trying to murder each other. Wow, that is a that is a heck of a cast right there. That's That sounds like uh, they threw everything at the wall in terms of stars. And, I, and again, I'm in. <laughs> you know, you, you put all those people in a movie together trying to kill each other. Yeah. All right. I'll watch that. Yeah. And I love a good train movie, I'll say. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good train movie? This next one, Stephen Shamilar. He said he's really excited for Crimes of the Future. This is David Cronenberg's latest with Viggo Mortensen, Leah Seydoux, Kristen Stewart, and Scott Speedman. Stay excited, Stephen. If you like Cronenberg, this movie is very Cronenberg. And some might even argue that it is too much Cronenberg. <laughs> I would not argue that. I really uh, am excited for this one. Um, he also, Stephen, posted a picture of the uh, man covered in ears from the uh -huh. trailer. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think he's going to be put off by uh, a two Cronenberg-style Cronenberg movie. <laughs> yeah, there are a few sort of weird bonkers movies this summer, and this is one of them. So, yeah, if, if that's the kind of stuff you like, I mean, get into it, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. This last one is from Barry Shanley Jr. Here's his comment. What a great cinematic lineup. If you're a teenage boy in love with cartoons and video games or an adult wanting to be a kid, where are the films with stories? All right, Barry. Wow. Barry really pulled the rug out from under us. There. I know. Not sure how he can be writing this in a <laughs> summer where there's a Minions uh, prequel movie coming out about the rise of Gru. But hey, Barry. Why don't you check out the new IMDb What to Watch app on Fire TV for films with stories? You'll play games, make choices about what kind of movie you're in the mood for, and voila, IMDb What to Watch will serve up the goods for what you can watch next with your friends and family. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can check that out, Barry. But it's a lot of fun. There's so many recommendations on the What to Watch app, and you can find exactly what you're looking for if None of these suit you. I don't know how they could. There's all kinds of stories coming out this summer, not just the big, you know, IP blockbusters. I mean, come on. There's a horny genie movie coming out in August, Barry. You can't get excited for that. That's a, that's an original story if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I, I feel like we've got something for everyone. We've got superheroes. We've got you know, toys, Pixar toys, there's dinosaurs, but then there, there also are the, the nopes that I think is going to have a great story. And, and, yeah. you know, we don't even know what the story is. For exactly. That. We can't judge exactly. It exactly. <laughs> so, so Barry hang in there. I think you're going to get some, there's going to be some treats this summer. Absolutely. And if we didn't mention one of the movies you're most anticipating, let us know, tweet at IMDb using the hashtag IMDb is obsessed, or you can always email us at obsessed podcast at imdb.com oh and remember to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts now that this one is over and you had such a awesome time listening to it right gina yeah i'm gonna start working on my summer tan now so that i can spend the actual summer just trapped in a movie theater yeah which one of these are you most excited for do you have a, a number one on your list Ooh, i i mean i've gotta i've gotta stay on brand and say thor love and thunder but i am also absolutely going to be there for nope i agree Nope's the answer for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which is such a hard way to ever describe it. Like, do you have a movie that you're most excited for? Nope. No, nope is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Enough bad puns. Yep. <laughs> we can wrap this one up. We'll see you next week, Gina. Bye. Bye. 